0: anyway Mike's Daily Podcast FF F- episode 1451 1451 if you missed my 1450 show yesterday i suggest you listen to it because i talked about some very cool people that i worked with at a radio station that had the frequency 1450. But my name is Mike Matthews here at Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, and I think that I've intrigued you Mike's Daily Podcast with that setup, haven't I? No? Coming up on today's show, maybe I have to talk like that, we've got Mike's Daily Podcast. Shelly Shoehard Floyd the Foreman, and John Deere the Engineer, plus a segment called News Random, and there's some people in the world, of fandom that like the Incredible Hulk. I guess because he's green, I don't really know what I mean, but... He wasn't in the last couple Marvel movies, was he? Mike's Daily Podcast. I thought he was supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, because he's up in space now, flying around. I don't know what's going on now. So whenever I try to talk Marvel comic movies with people, they look at me like, oh, yeah, they had a movie out. I don't know what's going on. Stop talking to me. Did you know you can subscribe to the Mike's Daily Podcast email? It's at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com. A guy I work with at my weekend station. Oh, don't get me started on the weekend radio station I work for. That part-time job is giving me... Look who walked in. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly. Stewart, gift shop supervisor is giving you a headache? You're not giving me a headache, Shelly. You're wonderful. Thank you. You're wonderful, and you're beautiful. Thanks, Mike Matthews. I appreciate it. I just, you know, I just tell you what I observe, so. That's all right. Look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the floor man! And this is John Deere the Engineer. Mike, I heard you had some issues with Valentina the parking attendant yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, the last show, Valentina and Bison Bentley... They troubled me. They troubled me because their character arc, I don't know where to go with the arc. I feel like the arc is on its way down and it's going to sink. And I don't know what to do with them. So you can have your suggestion about what you think should happen with Valentina the parking attendant and Bison Bentley by calling me at 336-MM-DAILY. That's 336-MM-DAILY or six six three two four five nine. 2459 and here's today's podcast picture. I went to a place called the Dancing Avocado in Daytona Beach. I'd never been there before. It was the last day. Well, supposedly supposed to be the last day that I was going to be in Daytona Beach with my mom. And she's like, where do you want to go tomorrow morning? You know, your last day here before I drive you to the airport. And I said, I don't know. Let's. So I, I used Yelp. By the way, I've deleted a couple apps from my phone. Somebody said to me. Hey, why don't you download this app to your phone? Some stupid app. And I'm like, no. First off, I have a Samsung. And Samsungs are different than iPhones in that you can put a lot of memory on. You can keep adding memory. You can add those little chips, disks, or whatever they call them. I don't do that because I'm cheap. At some point, I'll buy one. But right now, I'm just using the memory that it came with. And quite frankly, I don't see why I need a bunch of apps on my phone that I don't need, that I don't ever use. And Instagram is one of those. I'm done with Instagram. It is a horrid waste of time. I'm sick of seeing Lena Masitsi with her beautiful, beautiful face filming some funny thing that happened to her in New York. And she travels every... She never... Every single one of her Little story videos She's in some new Location New locale She's in Greece She's in uh, Arizona She's in New York She's in San Francisco She's always with some New cute guy And it just irritates me So I said I don't need this irritant So I deleted Instagram off my phone However I still have an Instagram account You can see the podcast picture at it at uh, Instagram whatever Mike's Daily Podcast. That's my handle is Mike's Daily Podcast on there. And oh well. Anyway. 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 Cafe Anyway. I don't need Instagram and I'm i found I don't need Yelp. This Yelp used to have all these cool deals on it and now I don't see any anymore or it's at places I have no intention of going to. So bye. I'll use the Google thing that pops up in my maps that also tells me about restaurants because all I'm really interested in is restaurants until I have a plumbing problem and I actually found my plumber on Yelp which actually was not the best of things because this guy talked his my freaking ear off like I'm talking yours off right now so I'm not a fan of Yelp I'm not a fan of Instagram I'm definitely not a fan of Facebook and I was listening to a great podcast By the wonderful Wonderful Warren Olney The show called To the Point And in it he was discussing Facebook's role in the election And how the Russians Through these Secret IP addresses And accounts and whatnot, Were able to buy All this ad time on Facebook And I talked about it a little bit The past couple shows And I have a problem thinking that Facebook, one social network, could actually change the outcome of an election. I don't like to give Facebook that much power. But then I talk to people here in the Bay Area. One guy in particular, who all I ever see him, he's either on Facebook on his work computer or on his cell phone, smartphone. He disagreed with me. He's like, oh, no, people are stupid. They'll believe anything they see on Facebook. But then uh, I, I go to Daytona Beach, I would go to the other coast, I go to the, the south, I go to Florida, and I'm having dinner with people older than me and people my age, and they, they are like, what? Facebook? Never on it. It's a waste of time. I don't think what I'm saying is I don't think everyone's drank the Kool-Aid. I don't think Facebook has I hate that expression by the way. And this year was the anniversary of that happening, what, forty years ago? That whole Jamestown thing. But I I think people here's the here's how we fix this whole situation. Stop going on Facebook. Period. Get off Facebook. I'm only on Facebook, promoting my podcast. That's it. I, I kind of like, I, I will go on it for a couple minutes, but I really limit myself, and I feel like some people waste all their time. I do not have the Facebook app on my phone. Oh, hell no. Or the Messenger app. No, 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 no. That's wrong, and people, we, we need to, this, if we've learned anything from this whole election, it's we need to unplug from Facebook. Facebook has got too much power It's so funny Cause like 10 Well When did I get on Facebook Six, Yeah 2009 uh, Back then You'd mention people Yeah Facebook I'm on this thing called Facebook They'd laugh They'd go What's that What is that Like MySpace What's that all about And it was a joke And now it's bigger than TV All the networks combined So I hate Facebook I've never liked Facebook I social That social network movie that painted it all clear to me. That's what Mark Zuckerberg's all about. That's where it all came from. It was a stupid college frat boy fantasy. It's... Anyway, Get we have to get away from Facebook. Anyway. Cafe Anyway. So, this guy now at my weekend job, where apparently this other guy that I work with tried calling me last night when I was asleep... Luckily, I had my phone off. Tried to call me and ask me a stupid question that he could have figured out on his own. <sighs> okay, I'm going to be more positive the rest of the show. But don't you love that when people try and call? I have to be at my other job at four in the morning. So I don't know why he thought he could call me. I've told him, don't never call me after seven o'clock at night. And he did because he doesn't listen because he's a millennial. <sighs> I get, I'm not saying all Yeah, I guess I just, just said all millennials don't listen. But, you know, he's, he's really bad. I think other millennials would be... This guy, he needs to listen. Okay. I'm, I'm taking my brush and putting it away. I'm, I'm done doing the broad brush strokes. But another millennial I work with, very nice guy. He sa- we were discussing Prince. And he said, you know, that drum sound... Came from something that Phil Collins did. That drum sound that you hear in what were we listening to? I think it was "Kiss" by by Prince. And he sent me a video, a YouTube video about it, and it's a really splashy, flashy video aimed towards the ADD generation because it's got all these quick edits and cool graphics, and the music changes, and it's everything's moving along, and it's all flashy. And in this, this young gal is talking about how the. We. In somewhere in 79, where she was not even a thought in her parents' minds, there was this thing where I guess Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. Oh, Phil Collins was playing on Peter Gabriel's third album, supposedly, the Melting Face one. And. Or is that the second one? I forget. But. Peter Gabriel Which I did not know Peter Gabriel played on Phil Co- Or Phil Collins played on Peter Gabriel albums But it makes sense Because they were both in Genesis And Hugh Pag Padgum, And I had always been calling him Hugh Pagdom So that Corrected me in that documentary The famous producer He produced not only Genesis But The Police And then later Sting He also produced Melissa Etheridge's Big album that had Come to my window Wait outside And I'm the only one Who walk across the fire for you Hugh Padgum Apparently Phil Collins was playing On the drums and they Did something to the drums where they uh, Peter Gabriel really liked The reverb sound on the drums And they discovered According to this documentary, Gated Reverb, where when you take a drum snare, this pop sound of the drums, and instead of having the sound of the drum fade out as, you know, at once you strike the skin, pop, letting it fade out like that sound just did, you, you carry the sound, the weight of the drum with the sound of reverb and instead of the reverb fading out, it goes even louder towards the end. So it's like that kind of thing. And apparently that's all 80s music was influenced by that. And then it went went away in the 90s and we got back to real drum sounds with bands like No Doubt with their ska albums and other bands that were out in the 80s, uh, 90s rather got more to back to a real sort of drum sound just recording the drums as they are but then in the recent years you've got a bunch of bands like the bleachers and others who love that sound again and taylor swift using that sound again that gated reverb sound anyway i sent an email back to my friend at my other job and said hey Some of this is true. Some of this isn't. I think it's too flashy. I didn't like the long Audible commercial at the end of this video. But thank you anyway. And apparently you can Google these gated reverb drum sounds and download them. And I might do that and make a new song at some point. I have to do some more songwriting. I feel as if I've been neglecting that talent. Right? If you want to call it a talent. So the podcast picture is of a place in Daytona Beach called the Dancing Avocado where my mom and I went and I had a delicious pastrami sandwich but actually it's more of a, what do you call it a a vegetarian vegan type place but it's in Daytona Beach, it's in the downtown area, that actually got flooded this restaurant had been flooded a few days earlier and it was all cleaned out and perfect, you couldn't even tell Well, it was flooded during the hurricane, but it had already been a week since that had happened. And one of the things on the wall, on the brick wall of the inside of this restaurant, one of them is share a little love today, which definitely comes into effect after the big news out of Vegas today. And also there is a sign that says no radios allowed from 800 to 1700, which I thought was funny because that refers to AM radio. And basically it's saying no AM radio stations, which I work for. During my full time job Beware of Attack Gecko Is another sign on this wall So see all the fun signs And the inside of this Wonderful restaurant The Dancing Avocado At com, Where you can also Help out the show Through the Amazon link Click on that Buy whatever it is You're going to buy And that helps us out There's also the PayPal You can help us out that way You'll get a special greeting From all the Cafe Anyway characters And you'll become An inglorious Mike's Daily Podcaster Hey there's also A happy birthday mom On the wall of this Wonderful restaurant. Okay, let's get to the segment called News Random. Mike is awesome. Ginormous. Sad news today, uh, right across the strip from the Mandalay Bay and the Luxor hotels at the Las Vegas Village, uh, there was a shooting that happened from the hotel. The gunman killed at least 50 people Wounding more than 200 At a country music festival This happened yesterday The suspect has been ID'd As Stephen Paddock This is the worst mass shooting In modern American history He was 64 From Nevada A town called Mesquite That's about 80 miles northeast of Las Vegas He's been He had been known to local law enforcement the shooting is not believed to be connected to any terrorism. This, is according to NBC News, and that's the big news. Something more light as we wrap up the show because I don't have much time left. And we go outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Castro Valley. Uh, there's this new thing called a, ne- a near space balloon, and Worldview launched it—an edge of space balloon. Worldview has a dream of replacing satellites with edge of space balloons that have long been in the making and not without some hiccups in its initial flight which included KFC chicken in a publicity stunt ended prematurely thanks to a leak. Things are going more smoothly. This weekend though the startup has completed the first launch of a Stratolite balloon from its new headquarters in Tucson where it hopes to turn balloon launches into a routine occurrence. Right now, the balloon doesn't exactly last long. The longest-lasting flight was 27 hours, which would only be useful for the briefest of uses. However, the Tucson launch lays the groundwork for much more. It's where Worldview will both launch and manufacture many of its balloons and starts a new phase of refinement that could lead to a balloon which stays afloat for months. That, in turn, could lead to balloons that replace satellites for long-term science experiments, weather tracking, and observation. There are even hopes for passenger pods that can enable everything from manned science missions to not quite space tourism. Wow, this is so Jules Verne. And I forget if it was Facebook or Google that wanted to put balloons up in the air over, like, South America that had little reflectors that allowed people... It would basically give Wi-Fi to an entire country with these balloons sitting up in the air. Fascinating. All right, well, that's today's show. I don't know if it informed you, but maybe it was a nice little... You know, Oh, that was the other thing in Daytona Beach. When I talked to the Daytona Beachians when I was visiting my mom, they don't know what the hell a podcast is. I try to explain what I do, and they're like, yeah, what? They're working men and women, these Daytona Beachians. They don't have time for innovation. They're all about the... Well, I shouldn't say that, because when I lived in Huntsville, Alabama, the first year I lived there in 2007, I remember somebody... I was walking I was in some store And I overheard somebody going Yeah there's this new thing Called Pandora He can listen to All kinds of Uh s- Songs All in a row I'm 87 years old I've been around Since Dirt was born It's the most fascinating thing And Pandora now is like Ancient It's been around so long Now people are on To other things But Tell your friends about podcasts Tell your friends To get off Facebook Tell your friends to have a wonderful Monday. Next show, we're going to have Benita, the Scranton Fiddle Player, and the Brewmaster. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at Mike'sDailyPodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye!